Okie dokie. We're live. Live skis. Come and correct once again. Smoke break podcast. From the craft room. Ew. We're not we're not calling it that. Okay. <laughs> this is this is just the podcast room. Okay. Yeah. Well, we this is want, a craft. We're looking away. Listen, we're giving too much. We're ge- we're showing too much of the sausage making. Right? Showing our hand. This is this is the podcast room. It's for fucking podcasters only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all the sewing stuff behind me. It's... Listen, dude. That's for our merch. <laughs> That's for our merch. Gym four. Which we will have soon. Very soon. Very soon. I'm working on so. The cat's not completely out of the bag yet, but we will have a Teespring soon where you can go order shirts. So, what are we thinking? Maybe a week? Yeah, probably, probably by maybe by the end of the week. Okay, cool. Because I already have the two designs. Yeah, finished. I think the designs are solid. Yeah. So, um, by the end of the week, they should be up and ready to go. We've had a record number of downloads this week. Really. Yes. How many? Um, 150. Hell yeah. From the last episode. Um, and over, it, do, it did better over lesser amount of time. Okay. So by listener, you know, instead of getting five a day, we got like 25 a day. Cool. So. Getting some traction. Yes. Also. Had some decent conversations with uh, some possible guests that I'll talk to you about off off air. I'm actually surprised I didn't talk to you about it before, but yeah, a couple things popping. So <clears throat> because to all the listeners, y'all miss the good conversations. <laughs> yeah, some of the lesser. Well, uh, this isn't a family show per se, but not at all. <laughs> but but I do feel like we tone it down. Oh yeah, there's levels to this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we got a level much higher than this. <laughs> and it's bad. Well, okay, we forgot to mention this. We are missing our third tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, Trevor Rip. is not here, which is sad. We were just talking about how we would miss him. But he'll be back next week, I hope. Yep. He uh, do- uh, As far as we know, not the COVID. Yeah, not COVID. Just, just a lot going, going on, on at the house. So. And he said he doesn't feel good, so if you don't feel good, feel better, Trevor. Yeah. And come correct. Shouts out. Next time. Come correct. Next time, come and correct. Yeah, because last time he didn't have his best showing. No. <laughs> as far as longevity. Not longevity. <laughs> he was falling asleep out here. He could, Yeah, he couldn't keep it rolling. Yeah. But it was a good episode, though. I actually listened to the... When I listened to it, I, I, I kind of thought it was our best one. I think it was... Definitely up there. I think we're getting in rhythm. Yeah. Because we don't like... Here's the thing. And for listeners, we don't want a scripted show. No. Like, anybody can come in here and, like, I could write a script and have bullet points. And we could be funny or yeah. serious. But we want to bring you the real. The yeah. real real. That's real, why we real. come correct. Mm. That's the whole point, right? It's like, we're coming correct by just being <laughs> ourselves. Letting the com- the conversation flow. Uh, there's no point in writing well, kinda, out a bunch of shit. For me, I kind of feel like we're at. I want I want the listeners to feel like we're at a barbecue or something. Yeah, like we're all just chilling, like at the out on the back porch. And you, yeah, you're just listening to us chew the fat. And you you got a 
you got a drink of your a beverage of your choice, you know, whether that be alcoholic or non. Yeah. Um, maybe a little J. Maybe a J. I mean, if you're into shrooms, LSD, whatever. Yeah, we don't judge. Yeah, no judge here. Unless you're on like heroin. Yeah, I'll judge the fuck out of you if you're on heroin. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> tough. tough. And, you know, and like that's a hard thing to beat. Yeah. And I do feel for people that get addicted to I it, do but too. it's like, damn, dude, it, you gotta be like for me. It's just thinking about shooting heroin makes me you snort it yeah but i would say a majority of them probably don't snort it no maybe start that way it's like requiem for a dream whenever jared leto's arm gets infected and they have to cut it off funny see funny story last year i got i was out doing some yard work and i got bit by a spider like four times i'm sure you remember yeah (laughs) so I go to the local hospital after work, which is like 5 a.m. Yep. Because I was working third. I go home. I shower. I come correct. Come correct to the hospital. Straight up. Yeah. Walk to the front desk lady. I was like, hey, need to see somebody. I believe I got bit by a spider a few times. Homegirl rolls her eyes at me <laughs> and sighs like, fill out the paperwork. Mm. So I sit down. I'm not going to let this lady ruin my morning. So I fill it out. Take it up there. So I get taken back to her room an hour later. Um, an hour later? Oh, fuck yeah. I was in there forever. Jesus. Yeah, this was a whole thing. What if you had bitten by a like a black widow? Probably wouldn't have come in all nonchalant. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, some people's tolerance to that shit, you know? Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I go in, uh, the nurse comes in first. He looks at it, and he's like, oh, I'm going to get the doctor. Doctor comes in. A guy nurse. Yeah, male nurse. <clears throat> Meet the parents. Yeah. What? <laughs> you got to spike those, fucker. You got to spike those. But anyway, uh, doctor comes in. He's like, yeah, I'm not giving you any medicine. You don't need it. You're young. Your body will take care of it. And when you say medicine painkillers no antibiotics oh i was asking for antibiotics okay so i'm like look you didn't even ask i have crohn's disease lowers my immune system makes it harder to fight infection right i just want some antibiotics yeah and this where talking about painkillers dude's like no i'm not writing you any (laughs) i said look motherfucker called him a motherfucker in his office i said i'm not in here asking for fucking percocets fucking right oxys i said i just want some antibiotics yeah and and I'm pissed because I know I'm paying these people big bucks to right. be there. Right. So he draws a circle. He's like, hey, man, if the redness goes outside, take them. If it don't, because it won't, Oh, don't worry about taking them. Oh, Fine. Fine. So I go home the next day, wake up. The redness is my whole bicep. My whole upper arm's red. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Immediately, I start on that. I start taking some prednisone I had. Get swelling down. Anyway, a week later, I'm talking to my neighbor. Uh, my, well, my neighbor's wife, who yeah. is a nurse at the hospital. Right. I was telling her how I felt mistreated. Yeah. Like I was some druggie or something, and they're getting painkillers. Yep. She's like, well, you know, they shouldn't have treated you that way, but when people come in and say they have spider bots, mm. it's really an abscess shoot-up. Yeah. And I was like, ah, well, that makes sense. What an, but what an asshole to be like, if you... And you won't, you know, with the red oh, yeah. circle. Yeah. I would have been like, bro, 
It's like, just give me the fucking pills. Does this look like a track mark to you? Yeah. Like, you're a doctor. You gotta be able to tell the difference between a track mark and a fucking spider man. An abscess fucking shooting wound. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I was pissed. Dude, why do you think that people act like that towards, like, our age group? Like, from from the age 26 to 29. Yeah. Or 26 to 30. It's bad in our area. Well, well, that too, but here's another thing. But I also have hand tattoos. Yeah. What the, so what? I'm just saying about our area and stuff. Anyways, whenever uh, the whole thing between like the ages of 26 and 30, when you're an adult, adult, but like people still are like they're kind of young, especially if, like a younger group of friends like us. Like we look younger, maybe, yeah. and we go to uh, like a couple years ago, we went to the beach and we rented that house. Remember? Oh yeah. And um, this woman, like, stalked us for two days. Oh, yeah? She showed up? Showed up. Checked the house? Made comments about things, and uh, it was just bizarre. Yeah. And, like, mind you, we were almost 30. Yeah. Paid her. Yeah, and this was... She was paid. You know, we were... Yeah. Her bills were paid. Handsomely. That place was expensive. Yes, it was. And so, uh, you know, I just don't understand that. They're like... They're like, oh, millennials. So these are the same same people that get their news from Facebook. So yeah, well, it's happened to me. Until they see I've got two kids, sometimes right. Yeah. Once they see the kids, it's like, oh, no, he's a parent. But even that, that doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, you could be nineteen years old. Exactly. Why did <laughs> Why did two kids matter? Yeah. Why does that garnish your respect? People are just stupid, man. <clears throat> I guess like, we're in that middle ground. That's but that's like uh, when people get so outraged over silly shit you know it's like you're not the only one like i have a big problem with racism of course like huge problem with racism i hate it but the problem is like not everybody is just racist you know they're not racist not everybody is racist obviously but like everyone gets profiled to a certain degree whether you be fat at a buffet yeah. <laughs> Whether you be a a twenty six year old, twenty seven year old going to the doctor to get your spider bite checked out that could have severe oh, yeah. implications. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid and went to hardcore shows, just because I wore a shirt like with some crazy band shit on it, like some weird thing, like cops would treat you differently. Yeah. Just because you were you might have looked like some out of control kid or whatever they thought. Right. So people's people's instincts or whatever they're profiling, it doesn't just come from the color of your skin. However, I am aware that a good portion could. Yes. Yeah. Which is sad. You know, I hate it that. Is. And I and I hate that I hate that it's what has caused so many problems for people in this country. Um and uh I you know I don't think we'll ever be able to get fully past it. No. Uh, just because people are stupid. Well, it's, it's tall. People are, people it's are ignorant, man. And, uh, you know. But judge people based on their character. Yeah. Who they like, are. Like MLK said, man. Martin, yeah. Luther King, Martin Luther King said that. So, yeah. you know. But there is a lot of truth. First time you meet somebody, you're going to judge them. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah. If I roll into a gas station late at night and there's a 
fucking shitty car and some hooligans standing beside it, I'm going to watch them. Yeah. You Whether know, they be black, white. That's why it don't matter. Yeah. I'm just going to pay attention. Yeah. It doesn't matter who they are. What's well, like yeah. you've done with your evil stuff? Yeah. The nicest looking fucking people. Well, yeah. Like the or cutting pri- the, titties off. The, the, yeah. The prime example for me is Dennis Rader. Yeah. The BTK killer because right. it, people said like he was just a normal dude. He worked as an exterminator and then he, uh, like, really, that's really kind of weird, but he was an exterminator of pests mm-hmm. and then of people, which yeah. is really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Ironic. Ironic, yeah. Sorry. Been a long day. <laughs> um, but also, like, he was a, he also installed security systems in people's houses. Ah. And, uh, dude was a normal guy. He went from the, he went with his son to like boy scout things and Mm -hmm. little functions he would leave the boy scout functions to kill people Hmm. to kill women and then come back and say say, he was the one it was only women right uh no he killed the whole otero family okay sons father only one of them survived okay that was the most disturbing one um because it really showed his disgusting sadist yeah weird just fucked up shit and um his son even said like you know and his son hasn't been as like out front like his daughter has been about Uh. the whole thing but his son would had made a comment saying that because he was asked by an investigator like what would your dad say if you were out and you made a comment about a woman like Hey dad, she's hot or look at her butt or whatever you would say, you know, to your dad. And uh he was like, not only did I not say that, and not only did he not say those things, he would slap me in the face if I yeah. said anything about women. Hmm. Yet Dennis Rader was out murdering women. Yeah. Stalking. Yeah. So, it's very weird. And I'm you know, the whole point like especially with evil the the series we're doing I don't want it to be like just telling a story for a point of a story. It's to, you really don't know what people are capable of. No, no, you don't. And if you don't pay attention and if you aren't willing to stand up to somebody just because you're afraid to hurt their feelings, it could bite you in the ass. Not even with, you know, somebody being a serial killer or murderer. I mean, even in our short time out of high school now. Yeah. I mean, we've gotten calls or messages about past friends or, uh, you know, acquaintances in school that killed themselves. Yeah. You know. you would, And you would have had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. The funniest, happiest yeah. people. Um, so that's where it's big. I see your point in an awareness yeah. type thing. It's not like they're killing kittens and they're going to be mass murderers, but. In all ways, yes, in all facets, you know. Well, and I'm sure that these people, I mean, most serial killers or murderers, they have a past of that. Yeah. Um, Well, they got to be master manipulators. There's some kind of past trauma, usually. Yeah. Um, But being aware, here's the whole deal. When You remember when that shooting happened in San Bernardino, like, Six years ago. Mm. That guy, he was like, um, 
you know, he was a... Explain the shooting. I remember something happening in well, he, San Bernardino. He went into his work and shot up his coworkers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I do remember. The guy, his next door neighbor, had talked with him, and he had told him that he had planned to do something like that. But he didn't say anything or report it because he was afraid to hurt, upset this guy because he was a, he was Islam. He he was he followed Islam, mm. and he thought that it would offend him, almost profile him, right? And so even though we come out and said it, well, the whole outrage culture, yeah, it deters people from <clears throat> speaking up. And yeah, saying, and that's. Hey, this guy was telling me, I don't give a fuck if he's Muslim, Islam, Christian, Protestant, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, fuck your religion, skin color, I if mean the If you're nons. talking about killing people, <clears throat> I'm going to raise issue with that. Yeah. And I don't give a damn if you come to me and say, it was because you don't like X, whatever it is. Right. No, that's not it. And we can let, we can let whoever decide that, but I'm not going to sit here and let you talk about killing people. Right. I don't give a damn. Like, just killing innocent people, not cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, same as, especially as a neighbor. Yeah. Because um, you don't have the kind of connection to know if somebody's joking or right. whatever. Not something cool to joke about, but no. you see my point, right. nonetheless. Um, yeah, because if, if I had a neighbor that was just like, dude, we knew somebody... Recently, um, you know, my aunt's friend, um, probably if Anyways, you were to, yeah, talk about it off air, yeah, yeah, probably. Um, something happened to her, her parents, it was just ghastly, just mm-hmm. disgusting. And uh, their neighbor just shot him for no ah. reason, yeah. The, the her dad survived, thankfully, but her stepmom didn't. Yeah. Uh, but that really <laughs> bothered me because it was yeah. like, you know, I didn't know them, but I know her very well, the daughter of these people. Yeah. And I was just like, well, you know, and he I, was crazy. The I guy was just some guilt, you know, something I've never talked about here is my mom and brother. Yeah. Never really talked about it much on the cast. I think I've made a few mentions, but, you know, my mom and brother were murdered. Yeah. Of course, you know, they were shot to death. Yeah. And uh, it was my mom's boyfriend mm-hmm. that killed him. Then he inevitably went and killed himself directly after. Right. Um, a couple weeks before, and I know you know, me and my brother, he had, he had cancer real bad, and the medicine was making him crazy, mm-hmm. is what my mom said. So I think it was like two, three weeks before everything happened, we... Went and got my mom out of his house. Right. Like, she was scared to leave him. Yeah. And so, me and my brother roll up. Well, was his apartment. Because uh, he woke up the night before in a crazy rage with a ball bat. Yeah. You know. And my mom was scared. So, you know, it's not necessarily his fault. I don't want you boys raising hell. But y'all need to come get me. Yeah. So, that's what we did. So, we come get her. And he didn't say too much. He was a little pissy or whatever, but we're two young men. You knew my brother, big dude. Yeah. Not a big deal. We get her, we take her home. You know, and I thought it was odd dealing with that and hearing her say, 
but you never think no the unthinkable no you know what i mean and this is a guy we'd been around for i don't know how long was that dude around years yeah quite what, a few five, years five six yeah. years four to six years and um just a normal dude yeah normal dude good dude you know my mom had her demons and yeah he pulled her out of that right um and then you know, after doing that, he comes in and shoots my mom, brother, and sister-in-law. Yeah. Uh, kills all three of them. And, you know, you you don't think about it. No. You know, I even, me and Trey talked. We had gut feelings, like he was just off and weird right. and could he do something. But you dismiss it. Yeah. It's easy to dismiss. It's always dismissed. Yeah, because I think. Because in a way, you feel like you know them. Well, plus, you want to think the best of people. Right. In a way. Right. Um, to think people are not capable of something. Yeah. But like that. But lo and behold, right. you know, a couple weeks later, what happened? It happened. Yeah. So, you know, trust your gut. Yeah. And, and keep an eye out. Like, question, but verify. Like, yeah. Well, my thing was. You have to. We and, took her and, out of the situation. Yeah. So everything's good. You did you did everything you could. Right. You know, you can't predict when somebody's going to go off the the rails for the last time. Right. It's just impossible. And then you got, you know, whether it was medicine, the cancer, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, none of the shit leading up to it matters. Right. Um what kind of cancer did he have? Brain Brain cancer. He he was pretty eat up. So it was, was in his brain, his so, back. So it was fucking his head up too. Yeah, yeah. Not to dismiss <clears throat> no the, the atrocities, but you know, and that's that's a deep that's a tough topic. Um, yeah, I can't justify right what happened. No, surely because it's my family, of course. Um, and I've known people where my uncle had brain cancer. He wasn't yeah. violent, right? Um, he didn't do anything like that. Yeah. So I think, you know, but talking about the man that killed my family, for years he was an outlaw. Right. You know, he did bad things and whatnot. So when something like that happens and you go crazy, for some people to me, it's like, it's different kinds of crazy. It depends on how you're wired. Right. Are you violent or not? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's it's Uh, like... um, Same as steroids, right? I know that's a big connection. Right. But you talk to people who've done fucking juice. Right. Well, if you're violent, you're going to be violent. It's just going to amplify. You're going to be hyper, hyper right. violent. And the roid rage comes from your personality. Exactly. And yeah. I think it's to me the same kind of. It's just deal. who you are. Yeah. It's like yeah. you said. It's who you are amplified. Yeah. And he left a note and everything, and I chose not to read it. In ways, I regret that. Yeah. I know it was back and forth, or you know, even the detective was like, "It's pretty out there." Right. And I was like, fuck it. You know, I know what he did. I don't need to read it. Yeah. There's a part of me that wishes for, I don't think I would have got any validation or anything, but no, maybe to grasp. It would have only helped you now. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you had read it, then it would have just set you into even more of a spiral. Right. Right. But now that I've coped and dealt, you know, you'll never fully deal, but. Well, there's I, like process. you said, it would help me now. I, I watched you go through all the processes, and and I dealt with the process that I dealt with him, with the situation with uh, with your brother and mom and uh, Brianna. 
I dealt with that differently, of course. But Trey was like a little brother to me. Uh, like, and um, I watched you deal with it with amazing resilience. You know, it wasn't always pretty, of course. It's right. not going to be. This is not a pretty situation. But you came out of it, and I think you came out of it stronger and better. And thankfully, we still have the memories. And I would love to tell some stories about Trey, because, damn, there are some of them. And oh, we've yeah. told stories about your mom on here. Yeah. But uh, there are some hella st- <laughs> big-time funny stories. Oh, man, yeah. But uh, He was a character. He was a special kid. Oh, I miss him. Yeah, me too. Um, I miss all of them. Yeah. But that's where, you know, we talk about it, and we've talked about it on several of the casts, or at least rounded it up. Check on your people. Yeah. You know, if I didn't have strong people with me, um, checking on me, and then Outlook Yeah, is a lot of it. Yep. You know, it'll never be okay. Yeah. But... Well, it's like you always feel the sting of things that have happened to you. Yeah. Uh, well, it's little things is, is what's funny. Yeah. I can, yeah. at this point, years later, I can say that I can go a day or two or three without thinking about it. Right. There was a time in my life not a day passed. Right. And that's hard. And probably not a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least an hour. Yeah. You know, that you think about it. Yeah. Now it's still holidays and whatnot. Right. Um. But it's outlook. It's it's the sun still comes up tomorrow, man. Yes, you know. Yeah, and so like, and the little things you won't think about it, and then I can be riding down the road and a song comes on or I see something or, and then it hits you. Still hits you like bricks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ton of bricks. But there's things that hit me about Trey, um, and obviously it's not comparable to you but um you know i have those days but it's like i i talked to um one of our most avid listeners jj um and i hope he doesn't mind me telling this but he lost his mother when we were young um after beating her second bout of cancer Mm. and she didn't die from cancer uh she passed from a i believe it was an aneurysm and uh, he watched it happen. He watched it. He and he took care of her. And we talked about it the other day, and it really struck me because his mother was a beautiful woman. And she was sweet, and she really cared for people. She loved me like a son. And I, it, you know, and JJ's one of my oldest friends since we were very little. And um, whenever she passed, I dealt with that for years, but. That was the first, that was like my, that was my introduction to trauma. Yeah. Yeah. But, but this is what I was getting to. He told me something the other day that just stuck with me and it hit me in a weird way. Uh, You know, JJ drives trucks. He's the back, one of the backbones of this economy. And we appreciate you, brother. And all the other truck drivers out there doing your thing, getting groceries out there and, and, and doing everything else that needs to be done. Um, but he told me something the other day about his mom and his, his, uh, newest baby, his newest child. Uh, she was born on her birthday and, uh, that 
that kind of choked me up a little bit. I was like, damn, she was born on your mom's birthday. That's crazy. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I was boohoo. And I said, you know, I, there's days where I think about your mom. And he's like, yeah. He said, she just, you know, it's Outlook, man. He's like, I ride with her in my truck every day. Yeah. I talk to her. And it just hit me like, yo, you know. It's it's little things, man. If you've experienced it. Yeah. And I know you have too in several ways. Yeah. You know, just like I was blessed and fortunate enough to go buy a new Jeep this weekend. Yeah. You know, I had Trey's Jeep a while. Yep. <clears throat> Ended up letting it go for reasons, personal reasons. Yeah. Um, but he was so proud of it. And yeah. tonight, actually, on the way to your house, it hit me. Man, I wish I could show Trey this Jeep. Yeah. You know, just because he loved his. Yeah. And he, was, he was big and off-roading and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, man, and then I start thinking about mom. Yeah. You know, if I could just show him where I'm at now. Right. Like, um, not to sound prideful or arrogant, it's all blessings, and I've been very fortunate. I just went and bought a 2021, fresh off the lot, you know, brand new. Yeah. So for Trey, it was like, I want to see him. For my mom, I wish I could have that pride, you know. Yeah. Go pick her up, take her out to eat, and be like, man, look at my new car. Yeah. I think you never leave that as kids to parents. Right. Kind of being, hey, look look what I was able to do. Yeah. yeah. You never really lose that. Right. One point, it's making mud pies. You get older, and it's, you know, financial decisions. <laughs> yeah. But I had that thought to not. Right. So it's those little things, man. Yeah. Um, I totally get that. Cause and to interject, you know, I, I believe we get a lot, what I consider a lot of listens. Yeah. And there, there's no way we know everybody listening. Right. You know, we probably got some strangers listening to some of this. Yeah. From personal experience and going through that trauma, I want, I want everybody to know it, it does not last forever. The pain. Yes. It doesn't go away. Let me rephrase. It it does last. Yeah. But it becomes easier. Right. I never thought years later I'd be where I'm at. The load becomes lighter. Yeah. You you find if you do it healthy is as best you can anyway. Right. Like you said, it was messy at times, but yeah. As long as you keep the end goal in mind, you just and that's what I had to do. Well, it was, was kind of say it will not hurt this bad tomorrow, or it will, and even if it hurt that bad that. Next day, yeah, told myself again, it won't hurt this bad tomorrow. It was just amazing because I mean, you really were resilient, and it no. like, like it wasn't always pretty, but it could have been a lot worse. Oh yeah, I'm um, not, you know, I'm private about some things, but before that, before trauma, the honestly, the worst thing that's ever happened to me, you know, as far as trauma and dealing with things, um, I was an alcoholic. I guess you'd say, well, I was a binge drinker. Yeah. Before I had my issues right. with alcohol before right, right. all that. Yeah. You know, I am proud that, I mean, I still drank after and I used it to numb myself here and there, but I didn't go back to it completely. Or past it. Or past where it was at. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I told you the night I thought that, you know, I had seen you more messed up before the situation with Trey and Renee. Yeah. You know, I had seen you more messed up then than yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I know you had your nights, but it was nowhere near what it was before that. Yeah, I, I drank. It helped. I ain't gonna lie. In the moment. Yeah. You and, don't want to do it long term. And if if this just so happens to come across your ears, just know 
the the pain that you feel if you've lost somebody if you've lost someone you love or whatever happened that may seem trivial right you know if you've lost your job because it's pandemic which i have um i'm doing okay you know you're gonna be fine you're gonna be okay there's somebody else going through something similar find someone to lean on and reach out to them and the people that care will reach out to you promise yep and you'll find a way you'll find a way to make it through yeah i don't think I would have made it through my sanity or job or anything. I wouldn't have made it out <clears throat> still being able to hold a piece of the old Randy. Yeah. Without my friendship circle. Yeah. Without my family. Without those strong bonds to help right. carry me through. And those are very important, especially during this still year long pandemic we're dealing yeah. with. I mean, people are really struggling with the whole idea that they're stuck at home and have to wear a mask and they can't be with their loved ones that are dying in the hospital because of whatever reasons. But, uh, you know, someone's there for you. And uh, if If anything, we are. Yeah. Seriously, get on Instagram. Message If you follow us, if you don't and you're hearing this, go follow us. Yeah. We won't, we don't blow it up too bad and annoy you. No. Um, no, Holler at us. You can if 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 it's a if it's the last thing you do before you spiral down a deep dark. Let me tell you, I have and Randy has too. But from my personal experience, I lived for several years in the darkest places that my mind and uh, that I've ever been, and. uh this is heavy, and I promise that hopefully the next part of the podcast won't be yeah, so heavy. We kind of got heavy, but um, you know, the darkest points of my life and and where it all peaked at was, uh, and this is this is just the story of where I come from in the last few years. I uh, I had a plan to commit suicide, and I and I had already like it was set in motion. I felt like that that day it was set in motion and I was just going to float to that point. And I even started an argument with my wife to try and get her so mad that I could drop her off somewhere and just go and 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 kill my and blow my brains out in the woods somewhere down 64. Um thankfully that was 20 that was 3 years ago. So I've made a lot of progress in, in ways that I never thought that I would. And then when the Trey thing happened, it brought up a lot of those demons again. It yep. brought up a lot of these things. Um, but we are so much better off now. Yeah. And, and like I told you earlier, I think this in this year, I have made more progress on my mind my spirit and I'm, and I'm working on my body yeah. <laughs> at some point I'll get back to uh, my fit self that well, I was a few years ago. But the more important thing for me at this moment was to get my head right. Right. And to funnel my spirit and my mind into a better place. So I think that's kind of the main goal. Something like that happens. Loss sucks. Any kind of loss. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. feel good. 
Yeah. It's going to hurt. We still deal with the, the loss of our dog. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just, I can't watch them TikToks about the people losing their dogs. Yeah. Because it hits me at such a weird level. Yeah. Because it was at a time in my life where shit just didn't go right. And right. everything was black. And, uh, well, that's, you know, and that's where to the listeners and what you said earlier, even what you just said to some people may be trivial. Yeah. All right. You lost a dog. Yeah. But to you, that was the end of the world for a little while. It hurt. Yeah. Deep. I mean, it went days where it was just like, yeah. you know, and I've lost people. It didn't hurt as bad. You know, I, yeah. and, and I've lost, you know, there's things that have happened that, you know, that's just one of the, you know, he was our first, our first baby. Yeah. Uh, and well, we had him when he was young. And when Maggie, my dog, yeah. that was the first dog. I still got her. Right. But that's, that was my first dog. Yeah. Once we moved out, we had our own thing rolling. My first dog. Yeah. I'm well, scared. She's getting older. And it's like, oh, man. Yeah. You know. It's hard. And, like, you know, with... I don't ever want to call anyone's pain trivial. Yeah. But you can talk yourself into feeling like it's trivial. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I shouldn't feel this way because... That makes me less of a man, or that makes me whatever. Uh, you have to, you have to get past that. Yeah, you have to cope. You yeah, have to accept. You have got to grieve. But all in, like what I was saying earlier, where I was getting to, it sucks and it hurts. And I'm not saying that I'm some guru or perfect, but it makes you stronger in the end goal. Yeah. No matter how long it takes. Yeah. It may take days, weeks, months, years. But if you embrace the pain, move past it, and use it in your life, yes, at least for me, yeah, it it empowers you in a way. Yeah, you have to run at that shit head on. Yeah, and like I said, don't get me wrong, it's gonna a, fucking hurt too. It hurts. I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, with af- shortly after my mom and brother mistakes, I wish I could go back and change. Right, can't. It altered my life. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it will forever. Yeah. But I still find some strength in it every day. Oh, yeah. Um, because you've made progress. Yeah. You know, you've progressed from where you thought, I just feel empty. Right. Right. And this is never going to go away to, oh, I can actually look at a picture of you. Yeah. And not be fucked up. Yeah. Or I can... I can dream about you and not wake up crying right. or whatever right. it is. Yeah. You know, the, those things are inevitable. But the whole cliche thing I've heard people say, and you know, until you deal with loss on that level, anything somebody says, isn't going to sound right. And I hope everybody listening never deals with loss on that level ever. Yeah. Um, but man, it, it was just a couple months ago. I was not out of my head, but, busy and kind of just in left field the way you get sometimes with life. Yeah. And dude, I I picked up my phone to call my brother. Yeah. Like I really did. Yeah. I, I forget what was going on now. It's been so long ago, but I do remember I was like, Oh shit. I got to call Trey. 
Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Right. Um, you know, shit like that still happens. And remember, you know, we talked about, especially talking about like suicide. And I hate to even use the word. Yeah. It's, it, we're deep. We're we're in a dark place on the cast. Well, so maybe we'll round it up here. This is this is like this is a portion I think is important. It is. It, it's because still a real world. If you're dealing with this, hear me. If you haven't heard any of this rambling, and and, and speak, us uh, speaking. Tell us your story. We will listen to you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, there is a suicide hotline. There is people that will help you with this stuff but if you don't have anybody if you feel like you don't have anybody it's so it always feels weird to me because i can talk to people about i can talk to people about my shit like outside of you guys Mm -hmm. i could talk to a stranger about war stories yeah i'm pretty open i can openly talk about it because i've faced it right i made it through the worst part of it and it's easier, and it, and sometimes it helps to talk to a stranger because they don't have any, no bias, no yeah. no, no thoughts dog in the about fight. you, nothing. Yeah, just hey, I want you to hear my story, right? And that's that's helped me so much. What's well, the same as therapy? I did therapy for a short stint. Yeah, there's something about talking to somebody that doesn't know you. Yes, I mean just yeah. Um, and you know when I went through the VA. For for treatments, I mean, I went for treatments for PTSD, yeah. not just therapy. Treatments, um, from cognitive reprocessing to all this other shit. None of it worked. Right. It always just helped me to talk to the non VA lady. This lady that I went to, she was just amazing. She would talk. She would just let me talk, and she would. She would give me some insight that what she thought, you know, and um, I that helped me, but still didn't help help me. Right. And it took meditation and learning how to balance my spirit, my mind. It it took that, and it took just latching on to the right people. Well, like a lot of things, you're not gonna get better till you choose to. Right. It's just like addiction. Yeah. I could still live in self-pity or upset, you know, but I choose not to. Take your steps. Cope. It's going to suck. It's going to hurt. But eventually, you've got to make the conscious decision that I'm not going to let it affect. I may have to deal with it every day. Right. But I'm not going to let it affect my every day. Yes. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just just important. Yeah, you've got to take care of that shit. And if you don't face it head on, at some point it's gonna bite you in the worst way possible. Oh yeah. If you're thinking, if anybody hears this and they're thinking about life's tough, you're you know you're in your worst place, and you're thinking about doing something kind of like Garth talked about. We've talked about that in depth before, and uh, taking your own life. Remember. Even if you don't feel like it, there are people out there that's going to miss you. Yes. And because I've talked to people and they, you know, I felt like nobody was going to miss me. I wasn't wanted, you know. Right. Somebody will miss you. Oh, man, I dealt. That was the biggest thing I dealt with. And it was like, why am I still here? That was my question. That was what I like survivor's guilt. Right. 
What's my son's eight? He yeah. was four or five when Trey passed. Yeah. Right, Mom. The boy still randomly he's, he starts was crying. Six, right? He's what? Well, he was six, right? I figure it's 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. And um, I was thinking five, but yeah, he just turned eight. I was trying to do the math on the birthday. Yeah. But anyway, um, he still comes to me. Yeah. Like, we'll be sitting on the couch, and he'll start kind of acting weird and choking up. I'm like, you all right? Yeah. He's like, I just miss Trey. Yeah. Miss Mamaw. That hurts. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I've dealt. I, I guarantee deal. it. You know. Well, Watching a child, they've not been battle-tested. They've, they've not learned the abilities to cope. Yeah. Right? Whether right or wrong, however you cope. But, you know, that that's tough. Yeah. So, if anything, if you got any kids, young people, they will miss you. Yes. Because they don't understand. You yeah. Know? You still don't understand. When someone's just gone, it's... You don't understand any of the, anything. Like... The fact that the, some people take solace in it and they take uh, comfort in knowing that they'll see them again. Right. Children have that imagination, but they don't necessarily grasp that. Right. And I know for me, the next hardest step, I believe, dealing with that specific situation, is one day, I'm sure, Jude, my oldest son, he, he's an intellectual, even at his age. Yeah. And I think it'll be before I think it will. He'll ask me. He's not been told the whole story. Right. He just kind of got the child version, yeah. you know, and um, I'll have to sit him down one day yeah. and explain in detail, you know, well, not in detail, but really explain what happened. Yeah. Um, so that, that's like the last, I know that'll come. Right. That'll be tough. Yeah. I don't know when it'll come. But it won't be as tough as it would have been last year or the year before that. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. You know, yeah, it gets easier to talk about. It gets easier to deal with. I mean, I'm just thankful that we're all still here. Um, and remember that. You know, we'll let's let's take a small break. Yeah, we'll take a smoke break. I do want to end with because that we've both lost. But if you're going through something similar, like I said, what's your Insta tag? What are you on Insta? Garth Instagram? Smoke Break Podcast. Yeah. You want to talk to him, shoot a message on there. You yeah. want to talk to me, shoot him a message on there, and he'll give you my contact info. Yeah. Randy um, has a, a, a Instagram. Yeah. Um, if it's really, I got a cell phone number. Yeah. If you're really going through something. Yeah. Um, so, you know, keep in mind, if nobody, if you feel like nobody else is there and you just happen across this, we're here. For sure. We're not therapists. We're not doctors. But we'll do our best. No, but we can relate. Yeah, I mean we Very can relate much. a lot of different a lot of different ways. And and one day you know maybe I'll open up more about the. Yeah. But it's kind of some really depraved dark shit. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, and it's a long story. Right. That's like a whole cast. Yeah, that's something that you know I don't know. Plus, um, once in a while is good. I feel. Whew, this what? is the the deepest we've been on the cast. Well, and it's cathartic for both of us. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a good, what's real life. And it reminds you, it reminds you speaking it. Yeah. When you speak something, it does something more than just thinking and, and talking about it. When you speak it out to whoever's listening. Yeah. 
you know, we're getting hundreds of downloads a week. Yeah. I mean, we've breached 2,000. I mean, no, we're no. working to three in total downloads. Well, no. So people are listening. And um, before we take the break, like Randy said, get in touch with us. If you need somebody, Yeah, do not hesitate. If, if the story helps, let us know. Yeah. We can spend a whole cast just detailed stories. And if you want, if you, if you guys are interested in having us, you know, like uh, set up a call line and you could call in and talk to us, we could do that. Yeah. So I'll go buy a fucking burner phone. Yeah. We can set up a Zoom. Just set up a Zoom and have someone. I'll go as far as saying if you want to, because it does help some people. Yes. Um, If you want to tell your story on here. Right. To help yourself, if you think that helps you, let us know. Yeah. We'll we'll put you on a Zoom call. Yes. Let you tell your story. Yeah. Uh, that would be interesting. That would be neat to do because you could have like, you know, two or three people who want to have their stories told. Yeah. And they never thought they could, but they heard the courage from you to be able to tell it. Yeah. And then now they're like, well, I kind of want to get this out. And I've been to therapy, but it doesn't work. Like I said, right. therapy... It didn't work for me. It works to an extent. Well, it's good to talk about it, but yeah. it doesn't work. It's good to talk to a stranger. Yeah. Like about these things. But I think qualified. if you have a good enough circle. Yes. Honestly, I didn't go to therapy about that. No. Uh, you know, I've been to therapy about something completely different. Right. That I'm not going to share on the cast. Right, 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 right. Um, and it does help in a way. Yes, it does. But that's why we've talked about several times. It's important to have a circle. Yes. Of close, trusted allies. Not even friends, fucking allies. Yeah, I mean, you're... Because sitting on your back porch with Trevor, what we do in here has helped me more than any therapist. Right. Any doctor. You were like my blood, so we have each other's back, and we got y'all's back, too. So if you need that, we're here for it. Oh, yeah. And it's good to uh, have your story out there. Like I said, if you want to talk, hear details or whatever you need, I'll I'll buy a fucking burner phone, something. We could just you use know. Zoom. Zoom, yeah. yeah. Whatever we need to do. But we're gonna take a break real quick. Smoke break. Coming correct. We're always coming correct though. Yeah. We'll come back even correct. Even through the darkness. Yeah. We'll come back fun. Yeah, we'll be back. It'll be a little more light. So this was deep. <laughs> Let's take a breath. <laughs> When we come back, we're coming with some fun stuff. We're coming back with the fun. We're back. We are back. We're a little lighter. We feel better. We had a little Decompressed. little Mountain Dew uh, melon. Major melon. If you haven't tried it, go get you a 12-pack. It's, it's a tasty beverage there. It's worth it. It's worth it for sure. They're sweet. I don't think I could drink multiple. 12 pack would last. I don't think it's any sweeter than a regular Mountain Dew. I, well, I drink diet and zero sugar. Yeah. So anytime I get a regular drink, it's like a, a treat. One and done. Yeah, I like the zero Mountain Dews the best. So I love Cherry Coke. Ugh. Coke now, is my kryptonite, bro. Cherry Coke, I can put down two or three. Coke? Original? Coca-Cola is my kryptonite when it comes to soda. Okay. I can't buy it. See, mine's coming from the south, Sundrop. 
Yeah. If I get cherry sundrop, if I get a 12 pack of Coke, I will keep buying Coke. So (laughs) I can't, I can't do it. I get Diet Coke. I don't like Diet Coke. See, I like Diet Coke. The only diet drink I like or zero sugar is the zero sugar monsters, which I live on. Oh, yeah. I live on them. Oh, I got a buddy. We'll share it. Um, like a buddy at work, he does streaming, Twitch streaming, uh-huh. and he got sponsored by some energy drink, and there's zero calories, zero sugar, and I forget the name. It's not Bang, is it? No. No, it's not Bang. Rain? No, some shit I never heard of. Oh. They're small fry. Gotcha. But they're in GNC, apparently. You know what? Can can we talk about the sponsor that we kind of want to get? Yeah, might as well. Dr. Squatch. Yeah. If you were listening to this... I might be one of the biggest fans of your soap. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And if you're a listener <laughs> and you're not affiliated with them and you're a man, they do men's stuff. They don't do no women's stuff. Either. Well, women can use it too. Like some yeah. of the, some some of the, of the scents, scents are like aren't too manly. I know a lot of women like it. Yeah. Um because of like the and I was never like before I tried Squatch, I was like whatever, I'll just get like body wash and then i yeah. tried squash and damn it's the real deal folks. oh yeah that's what i was gonna say if you're if you're a listener if you've not tried it order you a bar order you a bar for real <clears throat> and tell them that the Fresh smoke aloe. break podcast sent you and maybe they'll reach out to us for a freaking mars sponsorship bar? deal mars bars oh fresh aloe my favorite is uh i like the cold brew cleanse the coffee yeah one. that one's good the cold brew cleanse, the Alpine Sage, which I know you didn't like. It was okay. Yeah. And then uh the Mars bar and Area 51. Holy shit. I don't think I've had an Area 51 still. My least favorite, still good, but my least favorite was the first one I ever got. Pontar. Which is uh didn't care for the Pontar. You know what's weird? Like that's like their highest rated yeah. bar. Yeah. And they don't only do bar soap, folks. They do toothpaste. They do hand sanitizer. They do shampoo, conditioner for men. Mm-hmm. They do, and I don't think it's strictly for men, but yeah. Uh, they have great advertising. That's what got yep. me. Um, and also, they do deodorant, all natural. All of their stuff is natural. So I sweat so bad, though. I'm scared to grab some. <clears throat> I got to get that clinical. Made in a lab by a scientist. Well, I read like may I've, have COVID in it. I've read. I just need it. <laughs> I've read reviews and it works really good for people that have sweat problems. May need to try some. Just, I mean, fuck. I want to try it, but I haven't got around to it. See, I gotta have antiperspirant. That's what it is. Yeah. The soaps are so good. I should probably branch out. The soaps are amazing. So go check use, them though. out. Yeah, it's all I use. We were gonna make a little uh, promo video soon. Mm. So. <laughs> Yeah. Because we, I mean, I fucking love that shit. Dude, I, I we tried will do it, it two for years free ago. Soap. Free soap. Two years ago, I tried it for the first time. And it, um, like, it, maybe I'm crazy as fuck, but it just changed my life. <laughs> it's good soap. Well, so, yeah. as a man, I was like you. I never cared. As long as yeah. it smelled good, wash, right. shower, repeat, you know. You get some of the good shit. Yeah, like, 
the the cool aloe is my favorite. Yeah, dude, I get like because I work at the bakery in the summer, I get heat rash. Yeah, everything yeah. It's just takes care of all of it. Dude, I mean, my like, skin feels so good. Mm. The the exfoliation factor. Yeah, they got like the get on a good loofah. <laughs> dude, I just take the bar and just. I like a loofah. I like scrubber down. A loofah. A loofah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Reach go go get you some squatch. Mm-hmm. Worth it. They as they say in their uh, commercials, your balls will thank you. Mm-hmm. Because well, because like if you don't know, a lot of the soap companies put really bad chemicals in their shit. So you're rubbing it on your your jank. Not coming correct. You will not come correct. No. Without a bar of squatch. Nope. So. That's a big soap companies for you. Yeah. <laughs> they look about. They put like stuff in there that will like kill your sperm count and whatever else it does. Yeah, it's real. Well, I'm going to quit uh, using conditioner. Well, like deodorant too, bro. For my shower time. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like deodorant? Like yeah. there's bad stuff in that too. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like I, I like um I don't remember what it was, but it like I don't know. You'll have to look it up. Like look I it said, up. I I hate stinking. Yeah. So I'll try experimental straight out of a lab. <laughs> experimental. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> The only thing so far, I'll get some of the Dr. Squash tried out for sure. I'll order some tonight. Is uh, still Old Spice Antiperspirant. Bro, I still haven't got around to ordering me one. Oh. I just sweat bad. Yeah. I can take a shower. I don't sweat that bad. I can take a shower, sit on the couch. Mm. Sweat rings under the arms. Bro. That, when you used to see people like when we were young. And you, you started hitting the puberty area, yeah. you know, in your life. And motherfuckers already had sweat uh, sweat stains under their pits. You were like, <laughs> damn, something's wrong with you, dog. What killed me was after puberty, you know. Yeah. You start getting into mid to late high school. Yeah. At that point, everybody, I don't care if you're a late bloomer, everybody's hit it. The motherfuckers that still wouldn't use deodorant uh, in the class. Still stunk. And you're like, bruh. What's wrong with you, We dog? covered this freshman year. Put some deodorant on, you stinky fuck. Yeah, that's that was annoying as hell. Dude, I don't get, and I hate, I hate stinking. Yeah. Like, I work in a hot place during the summer. I get it. You never smell fresh leaving there. But there's a difference between Straight an eight-hour stank. Stank. Yeah, eight-hour stank and, like, stank, stank. Yeah, like... You have to shower, wash your ass. It costs zero dollars <laughs> to have personal hygiene. Well, it costs some dollars. Tell me, mm, some of the people I've smelled, you could go sit in a creek. Oh yeah, and smell better. Right. You know what I mean. You could. Like, God forbid I ever end up homeless, but I'll still wash my ass. Yeah, in a somehow. Creek or river. We used to go camping. Yeah. Bathed every day in the creek. Yeah. Take a bar of soap. And what, when I was in Afghanistan, bro, I would just take a, I was just baby wipe. Just, yeah. You know? 
Hit yeah. all the stinky areas. Yeah. Keep it pushing. Whore bath. Yep. Can I say that on here? Whore bath? Whore bath. Whore bath. A bird bath? Yeah, bird bath. That's a probably best term. But it is a whore bath. I mean, we always called it. Same thing. Yeah, we always called it a whore bath. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Tits, ass, genitals. <laughs> the nether regions? Yeah. Wipe them all. <laughs> Dude, now I really, I really want to listen to the song "Majesty" by Ghost. Mm. I have to listen to Ghost tomorrow. Yeah, shouts out. That's a great band. Oh yeah, I know they're super popular, like super like well known, but they've got some good music. Oh yeah, like I Meliora, I can listen to that album from front to back, like beginning to end. So I think Square Hammer. See, mine is Cerise. Yeah. Cerise gets me. Cerise and Majesty are my two favorites. Least favorite for me. Trevor loves it. We'll talk shit since he's not here. Rats. I like rats. It's okay. I think he overplayed it. Much as I love it. I think the worst, the the one song that I don't really like is He Is. It's kind of boring. He is the most hiding in the line. Oh, yeah. But he wrote it about his brother, so yeah, it's cool. What's the other one? Um, I didn't like Kiss the Goat that much. I liked Kiss the Goat, but I liked um, Mary on the Cross better. Yeah. Sick. Oh, we were talking about this off, uh, off the podcast. Killing of a Sacred Deer will be the movie of the week. Next week. This next week. cast. Well, we'll talk about it next cast. Next cast, we'll talk about it, but yeah. it's the movie of the week because it's a great movie. It's on Netflix right now. Well, you can go watch it. I've got to go watch it. It is a dark. good movie. It's very dark. So if you're not into like psychological. I'm a little scared to sit through it it's... with what you've told me about it, honestly. It's because um... it's one of my triggers in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my things. Yeah. It's a psychological terror. Yeah. I don't even call it horror. Because it's not really horror. Thriller? Psychological It's like drama. Yeah. Because it's very... It's very... What's the word? Just disturbing. Well, it's disturbing, but it's very cerebral. Mm -hmm. As in, like... You can relate to both sides. Right. Like, the one kid, he lost his dad to this doctor who killed him because he was drunk during a, a routine surgery. Yeah. And then the movie takes off after that. Yes. Yeah. The kid in that movie is so good. So good. Mm. I'm excited and scared. And, I like, Colin Farrell, he's hit or miss for me. I like Colin Farrell. But he was good in that movie. I don't like Nicole Kidman. I never liked her as an actress. But uh, she's good in that. She's always kind of weird. Like she always plays like the same character in every. Yeah, movie. I I can agree with that. Like, I she's just kinda never one trick pony. Yeah, she just never <clears throat> catches to me, me. Christopher Walken's like the only person that can get along with that. Being the same, yeah, 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 yeah for he sure. He can get by with it. Yeah, dude. The the David Cronenberg uh, Gr- David Cronenberg movie, Dead Zone. Do you ever watch that? 
Uh-uh. Holy shit. Amazing. Amazing. It's one of my favorite horror movies, psychological horror movies. Mm-hmm. Such a classic. Cronenberg. Hmm. Any of his films are good. You've got uh, Videodrome, uh, The Fly. I've seen The Fly. Yeah. I didn't know that was his. With Jeff Goldblum? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The original. That's the remake. Oh. The original was black and white. That's right. That's yeah. right. Didn't they remake one? No, they had The Fly 2? Yes. Yeah, that's why I was... Okay. I've seen the... The remake, remake original. The first remake, yeah. 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 Great movie. When we were little kids. Yes. Yeah. It was nasty, though. Yeah. Remember that, when Gina Davis birthed the fucking larva? Uh, <laughs> so gross. That kind of... Not sentiment. That kind of uh, special effects... Yeah. Still gross me out. That style... I, I, from that era? Yeah. It was very... Well, because it was all real. It wasn't yeah. It wasn't CGI. Yeah. So they actually used, you know, props. Um, uh, what's it called? I, I can't even think of it right now, but it's called something. Practical effect. Practical effect. Hmm. <laughs> Instead of using CGI, they used right. actual shit. And uh, that, to me, makes it more real, obviously. For well, done correctly. Reasons. Some yeah. of it just looks good. Yeah, right. But, you know, the good filmmakers knew how to do it. And that made the difference in some older films to now. Yeah. I got a buddy at work. He's real into cinema, especially old, like horror films and slashes. Yeah. yeah. He told me here not too long back, didn't know it, like old Italian films. Yeah. They'd actually kill animals. Oh, yeah. Like, if you've seen them killing an animal, the animal actually died. That's 100% accurate. Yeah. You know what else is crazy is... um. I do not recommend watching this movie, but Cannibal Holocaust. I've heard of it. He's big in, not big into it. Like he watched right. it, but he's talked about it. A lot of people would claim that's a classic movie. Yeah. I think it's fucking like dumb. A cult classic. Yeah, it's dumb. But uh, it's one of those movies that was like hyper violent, and yeah, uh, there was a scene in that movie where they they actually killed several animals in the movie. Mm. But uh, I would recommend not watching it because See, there's a scene where they kill a, tor- a tortoise. They pull his shell off, and it's just like, mm. Mm. not about that. Yeah, I don't get into movies like that. No, I think like it's a, what Serbian film and all. Oh that? my god, a Serbian film is a yeah. joke. Can't. Yeah. Like so, the border, the the line of sand for me in those type of films. Is a movie I watched like two years ago called Martyrs. I recently rewatched it. It's one of those like aggressively hyper violent films, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It you could tell it was somewhat tongue in cheek. Mm. It wasn't like um, a Serbian film where you're just like, "This is just the worst." Thing. Don't watch. Listen to me. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> I have thick skin. Do not watch a Serbian film. Do not do it. If you do, you'll probably be mad at me because I even mentioned it. And <laughs> now they have to watch it. So don't. But yeah, uh, don't. It's I've seen it's bits and pieces. Bad. Never sat. Yeah, just couldn't. Um, but <clears throat> Martyrs was a movie that was uh, interesting enough. It was an interesting, interesting story, and it was shot really well. 
and um, so it you know it was it did the job. It was good, but it was a shock movie. That's like a even Hostel, <clears throat> yeah, is borderline for me. I think Eli Roth is a fucking terrible director. Yeah. I didn't like Cabin Fever either. Nah. So all of his movies to me were kind of just stupid. I just think it takes away. Like it's, when they get over slashy. Yeah, it's not scary. Yeah, it just it's takes just away. Like, mm. like more the psychological. Yeah. I don't have to see every little act. It don't. Well, it, it makes you feel stupid. Like they're feeding you all this right. information. Yeah, you just don't need it. Like, so I, I will say this one thing about Hostel that I really appreciated was the revenge scene. Do you remember that? It's been so long ago. Near the end of Hostel, when that guy escapes, the main character, mm-hmm. and he's in the bathroom where all the rich guys are at, and he f- and the, he throws that, that, that card or money down, and the rich guy reaches under the stall in the bathroom to grab it. He grabs his hand and cuts his fingers off, and then he busts in the door and drowns him in the toilet. Yeah. That's the only thing I was like, okay, you get that son of a bitch. Like, he's been killing people because he's rich. Yeah. So he got his revenge, which was dope. That. Oh, what was it? Wife made me watch it. Where they drug all them people and they drop them off in like Arkansas. It's a newer movie. Mm. Or it's supposed to be Arkansas. And they hunt them. Yeah, the hunt. Yeah. The hunt. Yeah. Not that it's like a thriller, you know. It was decent, though. The part I like, the reason I thought of it, she goes into a gas station. And there are the people running there are the hunters. She asks for a pack of smokes. They're like seven fifty. She kills her asses. <clears throat> she's <throat> like and she's real redneck. Right. Like, pack of cigarettes costs three fifty around here. She knew it was all fake. I was <laughs> like, huh. Huh. There you go. Smart. That movie got crushed by critics. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was okay. It's obviously not a good film. That's just one of those uh, face value movies. You know what's going to be. Yeah, I tend to not to watch movies like that. <laughs> I'm just not deep enough into cinema. Yeah, I'm a, I'm like a person that when I watch when I sit to watch a movie, it's to watch a movie. Yeah. That does like that sounds really like weird, but I'm watching a movie to get something from it, not just to yeah. watch it. Right. That makes sense. Like, if I'm just going to watch something, I'll watch a TV show. Right. Well, that's why I only watch TV shows. Right. For the most part. Or documentaries. That's my getting something. Documentaries is I love great. documentaries. I love documentaries, I too. still need to watch the... What was the Ailey one? It's on Amazon. Dude, they played it on Travel Channel the other night. What was it? The name of it? Uh, Phenomenon. Yeah. So yeah, good. It's on there. So I saved good. it. I need to go back and rent it. It's a great movie. Or documentary that uh it was on Travel Channel the other night. Hmm. Randomly. Tell you what. And it's brand new. One of my favorite movies of all time. Rover Dangerfield. You ever seen it? No. I don't know if it's Rover Dangerfield. The dog? It might just be Rover. It's Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. The voice I remember is the dog. That. Yeah. Love that movie. Yeah, I never watched it. Even oh, though I, my dad loved Rodney I, Dangerfield. I like Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Back in the day, him and Leslie Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he was so funny. Leslie Nielsen was hilarious. And they put all that into a cartoon. Yeah. I think that's why I like it. Made the kids sit through it a while back. Like some of the greatest comics were from 
you know, Rodney Dangerfield's era. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen. Steve Martin. Hilarious. It's a... Lost my train of thought. Richard Pryor. That's what I was going to say. Then a little later, you had Pryor and Murphy in them. They were about the same time. Richard Pryor was about the Richard same Pryor time. Richard Pryor was, yeah. Eddie then Murphy, Murphy was a little later. Eddie Murphy, yeah. But to me, the goat of all comedy is still Bernie Mac. I love I like Bernie, Bernie Mac, dude. Bernie Mac. I used to like his show a lot. Dave Chappelle. Cat Williams. <clears throat> Those are probably my three <laughs> favorites. I uh, purchased the first season of The Chappelle Show oh. on Amazon. Chappelle Show. The... Uh, Better not bring your kids. Yes. Then the uh, damn Clayton Bigsby. Oh, my God. That's on the first season. (laughs) Dave couldn't make that show now, man. No. He'd have a lot of upset people. Well, people can't enjoy humor anymore, I feel like. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, comics talk about that. Very sensitive. It's like it's almost based to a certain demographic now that. Not yeah. everybody can get into it. It's very niche now. Yeah. Not everybody can get into comedy because, well, the little feelings can't handle it. Right. Yeah. Like, well, it's like I'm, I consider myself a Christian. I can still laugh when people make fun of religion. Yeah. You know, it's still funny. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know what you believe. Right. I, like, it, it like doesn't... Jim Jeffries had a huge skit about God and stuff. And I like Jim Jeffries. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty rough, but it was hilarious. Yeah. It just is what it is. Yeah. It's like, it, it's, it, see, and that's what, to me, got really dangerous with, like, when they started to weaponize these night show hosts. Yeah. Like Fallon and all them. They all took, like, this fucking political side. Because then cares? they can take a comedian and crucify him. Or anybody. Yeah, they like they take these political sides. Like, I give a fuck what you think about politics. Yeah. Only only these stupid people think that they're really getting the news from you or John Oliver or some idiot right. on a fucking nighttime show. Like, the only person that's in that realm that I would give some credit to is Bill Maher. Just because he's been like that forever. Right. I don't like Bill Maher, though. I, I think he's funny. Really? So I, I never he's got in very, it. Uh, he's very much so against the, the PC culture. Yeah. I don't hate him. I just don't choose to watch he's, him. He has some funny stuff. He's not anywhere close to my favorite, but he does. He's funny. Yeah. You know who fell off the map? Who? Really random. I don't know why I thought about it. Andy Milanakis. He's like a Twitch streamer now. Is he? Yeah. Oh, well. Fell off my map. He's weird, bro. Yeah. Weird. I thought it was weird then. Yeah, I didn't like when his, his show. When show was out. I didn't like his show. I thought it was just dumb. But he kind of blew up. But you know when we were... He just... When we were that age, it was like Andy Milnakis was on. But I was already... I was already advanced to the Chappelle show. Yeah. That's what I watched. And when I watched Milnakis, I was like, this is just dumb. Yeah, I thought it was stupid. Like, if I wanted to watch something like that, I'm watching, like, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Something I'd ever get in. This is stupid. I don't think I've ever sat through a full episode of Beavis and Butthead. It was cool when I was or a the kid. movie. Was it Do America? Yeah. Never did that. Never and did that. I watched a lot of Howard Stern when I was young, too. Never watched Howard Stern. The Howard Stern. Remember when it used to come on E? Mm-mm. 
Dude, I used to watch. My this. dad loathed Howard Stern really? for whatever reason. Yeah, so we didn't never listen to him or watched him. I watched it on the E E channel E E at night, like late at night. He would be on there. Tell you what else I didn't like. They'll, uh, uh, certain episodes I liked, but as a whole, I didn't care for South Park. No, I didn't like South Park either. A, certain episodes were funny, but it's that like it's not the type of humor that that I lean to. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like. It's it's not my it's type content. of content. Yeah, yeah, it's not my type. What, of slapstick humor. comedy? No, I wouldn't. wouldn't I wouldn't. No, it was. It's just like crude humor. Crude, yeah. Like slapstick is like an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, I love Adam Sandler. But that, like, unpopular opinion. I don't like Billy Madison. Not not my favorite. It's I okay. never liked Billy Madison as in comparison to like Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, yeah. Or Waterboy. Yeah. Or The Wedding Singer. Little Nicky sucked. Yeah, Little Nicky was awful. Yeah. But The Wedding Singer? Oh, God. I love The Wedding Singer. That might be my favorite Sandler movie. That Happy Gilmore. I even like Mr. Deeds a lot. That's my boy. Love that movie. For a newer one, that was good. Dude, but Andy Samberg is a damn hilarious. Yeah. He is damn funny. Yeah. I need to go back and rewatch that one. <laughs> Adam Sandler, that movie... He's like, it's like right when he got to Andy Sandberg's mansion or that mansion they were staying at. And he's like, uh, wife's daddy's mansion. Or the whatever. boss. It was, a, it was his yeah. boss. That's what it was. Yeah. And, uh, Andy Sandberg, he goes in, Adam Sandler's like, you could, you, you having a party? I got give me some Axe body spray so I can spray some on real quick. He's like, I don't have any Axe body spray. Andy Sandberg says yeah. that. And, and he's like. He's like, well, why not? Adam Sandler's like, well, why not? Andy Samberg's like, no, I don't have any X body spray because I'm not a fucking douchebag. <laughs> what did that become a douchebag thing? <laughs> like, it's so funny. What was dude. it, Hot Rod? Oh, that was a good one, I liked too. Hot Rod. Yeah, that was a funny one. But Andy Samberg is just, like, he's not my favorite by any stretch, but he is funny. I didn't get into uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, I couldn't I either. for it. I couldn't either. Like, um, and I even, lo- I mean, I like Terry Crews in some things. Like, The I Longest like Yard, he was stuff. great. White Chicks, that was funny. <laughs> he was funny in that movie. That's a big-ass robot. <laughs> that was, dude, that was The Longest Yard. That was The Longest Yard. What? No. Yeah. Was it? Chris Rock said that. That was, yeah. yeah. He's like, baby back, bitch. Yeah. Baby yeah, that's back, a big bitch. robot. That's a big ass robot. I was thinking of uh, when he took the X in White Chicks. Yeah, no. Yeah, I got him switch. The best part, the be- his, you know what his best part of White like Chicks was? Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na
No, still the pavilion. Really? Yeah. What about taking the boys? They'd hate it. They would hate it. This, this is what dad did when he was a kid. They'd <laughs> be like, dad, Let's I don't want to do this anymore. This is lame. <laughs> <gasps> Let me go home and play Fortnite. Bro, I used to, well, I used to love, there was a place in Virginia that we used to go to called Fun Quest. Mm. Man, that name lived up to it. It was a quest of fun for sure. <laughs> you gonna elaborate or? I broke my wrist there one time skating. Oh, yeah. Um, they had a sick ass arcade, and they had a sick ass laser tag. You know, mm. I'm a big fan of the old laser tag. I remember when we did it as a hobby after graduation. So yeah, dude, when we were when we were when we played laser tag that one time, remember that? Remember we got our asses beat by those Asian guys? I wasn't there for it. It was like a protein. Yeah, you told me about the story. I wasn't there. But them motherfuckers showed up, had their own shit. <laughs> they were doing flips and shit. I was like, what is happening? Getting real I'm serious. just getting gunned down by these guys. It was like 160 to 2. <laughs> what just happened? What's uh, Jude, my oldest, he keeps asking for a paintball gun or airsoft. Hmm. And we got a big backyard. He's like, let's put a course in. Play paintball and airsoft. I was like, first of all, son, financially, that's out of reach. Uh, a second, little speedball. Yeah. Get the inflatables. <laughs> big nets. What year is this? So I don't paint the neighbor's house. 2002. What's well, truly died paintball. But anyway. Oh, it's dead. I used to play a lot. It's Loved it. dead. It was fun. Oh, yeah. But he's also never been shot by yeah. a paintball or an airsoft gun. Not a real one. So I think I'm just going to go buy a paintball gun. And when he's out in the yard, I'm just going to peck him once. Oh. Be like, hey, still want to start that? Still want to play? Never have to hear about it again. But you have to let him peck you too. Oh, yeah. I'll let him shoot me. No children will be harmed. Not bad. (laughs) Probably leave a bruise. Dude, paintball? We used to be ruthless. Oh, yeah. Dude, it used to be cutthroat shit. Yeah. You, like, you get shot in the neck. Mm-hmm. I got but, shot square in the Adam's apple oh. once. Dude walked around for 20 minutes going. <laughs> yeah. Bro. I got shot in the dick once. You know what the worst is? Getting hit in the knuckles. Yeah. Because we didn't wear, like, we didn't wear protective gear. I'd wear, like, um, like we go to the Army Surplus. Yeah. Because we played a lot of woods balls, people's house. So I'd get. Just camo britches. I'd wear a white t-shirt and then a, like a button-up BDU shirt. Like a fatigue, know, like, yeah. Yeah. That was it. And a mask. Ugh. We just wore t-shirts and shorts. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts. Especially when motherfuckers start showing up with some hot, some high-powered shit. Oh, yeah. Mm. I went to a course in like Taylorsville or something. Went for his kid's birthday. Took my fucking gun up there. They were like, "Oh yeah." They they timed it or measured how hard it shot. They took the spring out, didn't they? They cut it. Oh my! Fuckers cut it. And then this little like course pro team shows up, and their shit's like railing the side of the fucking little house they were shooting. I was like, "You just cut my fucking spring." These guys are shooting almost real weapons. That's how hard they're hitting. They're shooting holes through the fucking oh. wall, and my shit wouldn't lob ten feet. <laughs> I was pissed. 
Surprise, surprise. That was a fun place. Wolverine Paintball. I don't know where it was. Surprise, Charlie. Obviously, it wasn't too fun because they cut your spring. It's still fun. That's why I got shot in the dick. You ever got shot with a, uh, I mean, I've been shot with a BB gun before, yeah. pellet guns. Um, But one time I got hit by a, uh, it was like one of those uh, green gas or red gas airsoft guns. No, we never had any of those. Oh my God. We had airsoft, but they weren't gas powered. Dude, the gas powered ones will put your ass down. Like what you see on YouTube? Dude, they hurt. The pro guys? Yeah, they hurt. I bet. I've been shot by a red rider BB gun. Yeah. You know, shit like that. I got shot with a CO2 pistol once. That didn't feel good. We used to run across the yard and uh, our friend would shoot at us with a yeah. BB gun. <laughs> yep. How stupid were we? Yep. Like one time we even, I think we ran out of BBs. And you remember those uh, candy necklaces? Mm-hmm. There was some at uh, my buddy's house. He took him from his sister. And we broke them off into little pieces and loaded them in the pellet gun. And we're shooting them at each other while we're running across the yard. And one got lodged. In J- one got hit JJ in the leg and it got lodged in his ankle. Piece yeah. of candy? Yeah. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. In his ankle. In his ankle. Hmm. It was like a sharp piece of the necklace candy. Oh, no. Loaded it up. Pop. What's... What's crazy is the parental difference, right? I'm a parent now. Yeah. My parents have literally walked out back while we were shooting BB guns at each oh, other. Yeah. yeah. We watched one of my fondest memories of childhood. My dad was big into carpentry and woodworking and shit. Yeah. Building shit. So he always had a wood pile. Scrap wood. When Gladiator came out. Oh. The movie with Russell Crowe. Yep. The next day, my dad rented it. We watched all the cousins at the house. There's like six of us. That's a great movie. Still a great movie. Yes. Um, so we watch it. Next day, we're like, we're going to be fucking gladiators. Right. So we go out at this wood pile. I go get nails and uh, fucking. That's, that's what makes the most sense. Woodworking. Yeah, the drill, saws, yeah. nuns. Why I had access to power tools and shit like that, you know, I wasn't but maybe 10, 12. Yeah. So, we made our own gladiator weapons. Hell yeah. And we beat the fuck out of each other. Oh, I believe it. I mean, blood, sweat, snot. Yeah. Yeah. My parents, my mom watched. <laughs> like, she come out back, you boys okay? We're like, bleeding. Yeah, crying. Dude, that was like, we used to go. Uh... But now if I came out, and my kids are beating the fuck out of each other with nails and fucking wood. You're, yeah, you you're going to be, at. yeah. Yeah. As long as there went, when I was growing up, as long as you didn't ask your parents to take, to, take you to the ER, you was good. Yeah, I mean, we never, yeah. We just, we weren't quite like that. We did a lot of dumb shit, but it was like, kind of just like, because we lived in that city. Yeah. Now you lived way out in the. Oh, way in the woods. Yeah. We lived in the city, so we would just go do stupid shit elsewhere that we probably shouldn't have been doing. Like? Well, like, we would go down to this old, um, like, so, my dad's biggest rule when I was a kid was, do not go downtown. Right. By yourself. And, uh, 
Of course we did. We oh, had yeah. we had back road like yeah. back routes. We would take our bikes down, you know, and uh, it was probably like a good five miles from our house, I guess. And um, there was an old like mill factory, mm-hmm. and uh, it was abandoned. And they, it was. I think did they take you there when you went to Lynchburg? I want to say yes. Here's why I say yes. Were the handprints on the car? I. They took me across a bridge. Yes. And downtown prints on my car. Downtown, right? Yeah, but you. It, it's been so long. But it wasn't in town. That bridge was. It was downtown. But it was in the woods. Yeah, it was back. So, downtown Lynchburg, you had like the. Time out. If you've never been to me, the whole town was set up funny. It is weird compared to like where I grew up. The it, city was well, a city. Yeah. And. But you could get into the outskirts, like in a. Woods and shit, real quick. Yeah, but down like that area where downtown Lynchburg goes to Madison Heights, mm-hmm. that's Where's the, the cobblestone downtown. Okay, yeah. That's then we did go hang out in an old mill. That's where we used to go. I didn't go wings. I was like, "Fuck y'all." Yeah, I was like, "That's trespassing." That's where You're we like, used no, to go. People do it all the time, and I'm yeah. like, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah. That's where we used to go. So I didn't I go know. in. We ended up going somewhere else. Here's a, here's a, yeah, that, that place was crazy, but we used to go down there and do that. We would spy on the college kids that lived near us because the college was like right up the street from our neighborhood. And we had a bunch of college students that lived in our neighborhood, like literally all around us and they would party all the time. And we would go like spy on the hot college girls. Sweet. Cause they would, they lived like literally right behind us. And they would go sunbathing. Uh-huh. Oh. And we'd be like, y'all got the binoculars, boys? One time we went in the alleyway. Because we had an alleyway behind our house. We'd go in the alleyway. And we would go... Because, like, there's our house, our backyard, an alleyway, and then some big bushes, mm-hmm. and then the college girls. Okay. So we would, like, get in the bushes. And, like, they knew, I'm pretty sure. But um, one time... One of the neighborhood kids farted while we were in the freaking bush loud. And somebody was like, (laughs) somebody said like, what the fuck? You know, like, what the? And then they were like, I see you. I see you in my yard. We were like, we took off running, bro. I don't know why we had sock and boppers on our hands. Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on. (laughs) I don't know. Some weird shit. Dude, sock and bopper. Falling over fences, running. <laughs> One time we were out in the middle of the street, or at night, it was like outside. We were like skateboarding and smoking pot and whatever else. And um, it had been snowing. And uh, cops started riding around, and we got super paranoid. And I remember running over to the... The next door neighbor, like the woman across the street from our house, elderly lady, and her yard had a huge hill hill where we would sled down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember slipping and falling down that hill and thinking that the cops were up there looking for us and there was not cops. Mm. Yeah. It was just always something going on. I miss being a kid. And then Halo came out and, you know. See, you got into it early. I lived out in the woods. We didn't have internet. And we had everything. We had dial-up for a short time. We had dumb shit going on all the time. I built a treehouse. 
still stands. Yeah, we never did that. Part of it still stands. I never got to experience that, but. Debauchery all the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so much of it that I probably couldn't think of it right now, but we did a lot of stupid shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From jumping bikes off of dangerous objects to whatever. Going into buildings and houses you shouldn't be. Yeah. You know, kid stuff. The huge. Kid stuff. Ours was fighting and boxing and four-wheelers. We wrecked plenty of four-wheelers. Well, and then it didn't really change when I moved here because we started doing stupid shit in our teenage years. Yeah, but we had license and got to do it off, off our own property. This is true. Yeah. We would go Gilboa. The haunted church. Dude. The police stopped us that, that place time. is scary, man. That's, it's freaky. That's a freaky place. Mm-hmm. So to, 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 to paint a picture for you, for the listeners out there, this church is in the middle of nowhere yeah. on uh road. Off, off this road. And you got to drive about a half mile into the woods yeah, to get to it off the yeah. main road. If not a mile. Yeah, half to three quarter. Into the woods. And it's just this little church with a graveyard in front of it. Right in front. Of, that's, what's, that's what's trippy. Yeah. Like it is literally the front. Yard of the church. Yeah, the front yard of this church is a graveyard, and the gravestones are from, like, the 1700s. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Was it? I don't remember. And it was, like, babies and soldiers, troops, from way back. And, uh, man, that place was creepy as fuck. Yeah, cars wouldn't start. Yeah, you would get back there, and, like, the car just wouldn't crank when you were trying to get out. Or it'd be slow to turn over. Yeah. We were all standing at the car that one time. We took a group. Oh, dude. We're all standing at the car. Trey was like, or was it me? Trey, what are you doing over there? No, he was talking to, no. Who was he? It was me. I was going, I was like, I'm going to go down the path. And he was like, no, don't do that. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. So I went around the side of the car. No, I was behind him. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, Garth, don't go down that trail. Don't go down that trail. I said, Trey, I'm right behind you. Well, then who's that? And there was this, this dark figure standing over at the trail. Yeah. We look around. Everybody's accounted for. And we split. I was coming out sideways. Oh, we were fucking gone. My phone turned off. It wouldn't yeah. turn back on until we got out of the property. Then the police stopped us at one knot. Yeah. We went f- down there several times. Now, the third time we went back down there and the cops Police fo- followed us all the way in. No. They were there when we yeah, pulled we in. we went in, came out, then went back. And they were sitting down there. We saw the cops go by. Yeah, and I told, I think I said, I yeah. bet they're going to be waiting for I us. I bet they're going to be waiting. They were sure as fuck Sure were. as fuck. Because the whole reason we left, I put a sundrop bottle on a headstone. I know that's disrespectful. <clears throat> we wanted to see if it moved. Yeah. Cop called us out. He's like, did y'all put that up there? And I was like, yeah. Y'all they were been, like, why'd y'all do that? Y'all been partying back here? No. No. We're, we're <laughs> ghost hunting. That's even... <laughs> That's way more embarrassing <laughs> at that age. We should just be like, yep. Lots of alcohol and cocaine. A lot and- of alcohol and debauchery. Yeah. No, nope, we're ghost hunting we're at 18. Lame. But uh, to be fair, there are ghost hunters much older than 18 that make a yeah. lot of money. True. 
So True. I'll ghost hunt the be whatever. And to be fair, those are pretty cool police. They were cool. Oh yeah, they were super nice. Don't yeah. remember their names. Super nice. The sheriff. Yeah, they were sheriffs. The one guy let like we saw him again doing some stupid shit, and he was like, "Oh, I don't have to worry about you guys." Yeah. No, we wasn't doing nothing stupid. We were just waiting on Dimitri. Yeah. At that little gas station. Yeah, we were waiting on one of our friends to come out, and he was like, what are you going to do, jump him? We're like, dude, he's our friend. What are you talking about? He's checking with his parents to see if he could come out. Jackass. Dude was like, "L." I was like, did you stop some kids in Gilboa a couple weeks back? He's like, I thought I recognized you, boys. <laughs> Y'all aren't in any trouble. I was like, sir, I know we look suspect, but we don't do bad shit, I promise. No. We drink one beer a week, maybe. At 18. Smoked a little pot. Yeah. New Year's, though, that one year. Got God. Fuckered. That's a oh, story for another time. my God, Randy. Yeah. That night was rough. Mm-hmm. See, and I wasn't that drunk. I was. Randy was drunk drunk. I was. And he cut his finger because he knocked over a, a beer bottle. And he was so drunk, he thought he could sweep this broken glass up with his hand. Yep. Cut his finger. Starts bleeding. And then started. Falling. He goes, I'm going to throw up. And just pukes all over the porch. Yep. Yes, sir. He was like, I'm going to throw up. I was like, you better not throw up on the porch. Blah. Ruined our chances to be brother-in-laws. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Funny. Next morning, Ryan standing up, shirt around the waist. Yeah. And Imagine a 300-pound black man. Ryan was a big boy. <laughs> big fella. And he had a shirt. Brand with new. The neck. He just around, got that shirt. Yeah, he just got it for Christmas. This is New Year's. He had the shirt around his waist by the neck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought he had a kilt on. It looked like he fucking wearing a kilt. And he had to, like... Crawl out of the room because you were so hungover. I just remember rolling over and going, Bro, you were, yeah, toasty. God's fucked. But, anyways, debauchery. I got way worse stories. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just not even podcast appropriate. There's a lot of craziness out there that we did. Yeah. But I'm I'm a level-headed person, so I always kind of was like, eh, it's going to be no for me, dog. Yeah, I'm not. I was always too much of like, I'm not taking a whole lot of risks. <laughs> Calculated risk, of course. Right. Not risking. Not reckless abandonment. No, no. Nah. No. There have been times in my life where I practiced reckless abandonment, but not doing stupid kid shit. That's for yeah. sure. Leave that to the adults. I mean, Time I, and place. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> now that we reminisce. Reminiscing is over. Hopefully that lightened the mood up some because. Yeah, we tried. Yeah. We had to decompress. Yeah, we had to uh, take a step back, have a little little Mountain Dew. Yeah, got a little deep. Needed at times. For sure. 
It's healthy. It's important. I hope it helps somebody. Not really. Yeah, I do. I do hope it reads someone. If anything, it helped me. Like I said, it's good to get shit out sometimes. It's always good to get things out in the open. You know, like I said, when you say things out loud, it's different than thinking it or speaking to someone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're speaking to each other, but you're also talking out loud to a broader audience. So it helps in different ways. No. It's kind of the same. If I'm home alone, especially, I talk to myself verbally. Really? Yeah. I'm not I'm not much that that person, but especially if it's like a decision making or something, I'll I'll talk about it. Right. Because sometimes it sounds or if I feel crazy over a decision or right. I'll I'll say it verbally. Sometimes hearing it is different than just thinking it. Sometimes I will re- like voice record myself saying stuff so I don't forget a thought process or yeah. a thought item that I come up with. Now some of it is reminding. If I yeah. say it out loud, I'm less likely to forget. Right. Like, right. Motherfucker, you have got to do the laundry today. You know, shit like that. Right. And bigger stuff. I know yours is probably more in depth. <laughs> I just like talk sometimes to like I'll do a voice recording of like an idea or a thought. You know. Yeah. Whatever it is. But I hope that this pandemic's over soon, because... Yeah, I'm over it. A lot of people are. And, uh, you know, just, now we got people, Dr. Fauci coming out saying wear two, two masks. masks. So I'm just not ready nor willing to accept a, nor new, a new normal. No. I want back to old normal. Like, I want to go... I want a new normal, but I want it to be... Similar to the old normal. Not what we're in. Yeah, right. A reinvented normal. Yeah. You know, we're... Well, mine's not even the mask. Right. That don't bother me at this point. No. I'm okay with that. But in North Carolina, the not being able to go and do and shit shutting down, I don't like that. Well, and I still, like, I'll be real honest, I still worry about catching the shit. You know, I don't want to catch it. I mean, I don't want to, but it's... Calculated risk. I know. You know? Like, you you are willing to do things because whatever, but I don't want anyone to catch it. No. I just want it to be over with. And the fact that Wuhan is wide the fuck open no. is very strange to me. My biggest thing are the kids. My oldest son should be in school. Yeah. Learning social Abilities or whatever, right? It's not even about the learning to me at his age. No, it's learn. a it's about the social environment, making friends. Yes, learning to be social. There are things you learn at that age that you carry throughout adult life. No, oh, yeah. Um, and I think it's affecting. I've I've seen it affect my son. Yeah, it's affecting kids. They have really failed kids. I think in so. this whole situation, and we'll talk about this some other time because yeah, it's a at, deep top yeah. topic. But they have really failed children I think in so. this pandemic. There was a better way. Um, yeah. You got kids, older kids, killing themselves. They're yeah. depressed. Yeah. You know? And my son, just everything people. we worked hard 
Because I think socializing your kids is very important. Oh, yeah. There's a lot you learn from that. Well, like, it's been studied that it starts at, like, age four. Yeah. By the time a kid is age four, the social group that they will be a part of has already been figured out if they're going to accept them or not. They're going to be introverted or whatever. And Jude's not, thank goodness. But Jude's a very outgoing kid. Yeah. And that's what he wants. That's what he needs to right, thrive. Right. So I've seen the change from outgoing friends, right. yada, 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 to video games and being at home all the time. That's and happened to a lot of people. We've tried our best because of our beliefs in Even it. Even adults, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's happened to a lot of adults. I've always been but a that's homebody. But we go and do. Right. We, we take him to the grocery store. We... You know. Well, like, really, I've always been kind of a homebody person. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to be at home. Right. I will go out and do stuff, whatever. But I've noticed people that weren't home people that are like, I don't want to leave the house anymore. Right. And it's like, that's not who you are. You know, and that's... It's your situation. Yeah. But that's just who I am. So, yeah. uh, you know. But we went, like, yesterday, we went out, went... Me and Shana went to Target and did a few other things, and it was a blast. But it was also kind of strange. Like, we went to the mall, like, just really quickly. Just, it's just one of the, we just wanted to walk around a little bit. And, uh, been to the mall in years. It was the first time I'd been there in probably two years. Yeah. And, uh, we just wanted to walk around a little bit, you know? And, and when, when we went in there, it was, it was kind of weird because it was, no one in there. Dead. And there was a lot of places gone. Yeah, oh, I bet. You know, and like, so it was it was different, but, yeah. eh, we'll get past it. Yeah. Stay the course. Stay but remember, strong. Wuhan, China is wide open. Strange. Ground zero for the pandemic. Mm. They're having raves and parties and. They're not wearing two masks. So that makes me question what the fuck is going on here. Yeah. I mean, obviously their society is a little more disciplined than here in the USA. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look at our obesity rate. (laughs) Well, not just that, but like even their, like their, their schooling, their education oh, yeah. is much higher level. Yeah, that, well, it all comes I guess down I was discipline. pulling it down to not eating 50 pancakes for breakfast. Right. You know. You know what else is important that I realized in the last few weeks? One of the most important shows ever, My 600-Pound Life. I love that show. Bro, it's hard to watch sometimes for me. Some, Some of, of the them. episodes are just like, Talk. oh, my God. But. It's important. <laughs> like, yeah. those people are going through some shit. Yeah. You know, and, like, it's sad because a lot of them, like, have, like, incredible incredible trauma from their childhoods. Yeah, and those you can kind of understand. Well, that's the majority of them. They're like, you know, I was sexually abused or whatever. Right. It's like, damn, you know. And you, and. Yeah, but some of them, it's like my mom yelled at me once. Right, yeah. And now I eat a lot. Well, it's like my mom yelled at me once, and she's still the one stuffing my face. Yeah. Um, 
because she feels bad about it. So that show is crazy. We've been watching it lately. I like it. And Hoarders. I like Hoarders. Yeah, that one's... Ooh. That one could be tough. Gross. I like dude. watching it when I haven't cleaned my house in a day or two. Got a little <laughs> lazy. Start feeling bad about yourself. A little self-pity. Slap that bitch on. You're like... Phew. Bro, if you're ever feeling real lazy, and you're like sitting there, and you're like, man, I really want a cookie. like Or some like... One cookie's fine. But it's like, I want to eat a whole fucking sleeve of Oreos. Cut on... My 600-pound life. Yeah. You'll want to become a fucking marathon runner. Grab broccoli. Yeah. You'd be grabbing for the broccoli. Well. And, you know, some people eat broccoli. Like, I love broccoli. Even raw, I like broccoli. Oh, yeah. But some mofos be rubbing it in fucking ranch or That's French me. onion dip. That's me. Ranch. Nah, dog. I just, just put some salt on that bitch. No. Nah. Gotta get some ranch. Bro, you know, though, the Dr. Now, Dr. Now on My Six Row Pound Life, yeah. the doctor, he's an OG as fuck. Oh, he's dude. a fucker. He doesn't give a fuck. He could be a fucker. He yeah. does not care about. He's like, so why you keep eating? Yeah, he's like, why the fuck did you eat an apple? I told you no fruit because there's sugar in that shit. Yeah. You stupid boy. Well, I thought wrong. it was. No, bitch. I told you to eat a, 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 a some, like. Whatever. Green yeah. beans, man. It's on the paper. I literally I give you paper. Yeah. He's like, if you don't lose 10 pounds next week, I'm not going to see you no more. <laughs> Those people are You're like. Fucked. And like some of them take it seriously. And then the other ones are like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. And then it does a recap. They're still fat as fuck. Well. It's uh, so sad. Though, dude. It's so sad, bro. It is sad. And like I said, a lot of them have drama. Trauma feel bad about and i read the other night that like five people from that show have died ah yeah since the inception oh yeah they died uh from they it's a demon yeah it truly is a demon mom was never food we joke but i can see how it could be an issue oh i could totally see it mine's not food you know it's alcohol I, i love food i'm a bigger boy no. I have to be a little more careful. Right. Um, so. A little beeperoo. Sorry, it's my watch. Does that mean we should uh, wrap it up? Probably. Probably. It's midnight. I don't give a damn. Are you tired now? A little bit. <laughs> I was trying to think of a witty comeback. Couldn't. Yeah, you can't. Get a little hazy in the eyes. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up with some final thoughts. We had a deep episode. We had a fun episode, sort of. And uh, let's, uh, what do you got for us? Mm, a, if you're going through some shit, you feel like you got nobody to talk to, holla at you boys. Like I said, we're not professionals. We'll talk to you. B, go buy some Squatch soap. Thank us later. It's the fucking tits. <laughs> C. Don't wear two masks. If I see you out wearing two fucking masks, I'm going to make fun of you. Yeah. You're going to get made fun of to your face. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And uh, last, love y'all. Thank you for the support. We're growing still. It's been nice. It's been awesome. Didn't expect really this quick of a acceptance. I I feel like we're doing good. Yeah, we're moving in the right direction for sure. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Share it. 
So that's my final thought. Bro, okay, so one thing that pe- that peeved me earlier, real quick, this is a part of my final thoughts. There was a kid on TikTok. He was probably like 20, riding around in a in a in a grocery cart, you know, the little electronic grocery carts. Oh yeah. In a store, and he's like calling adult grown adults out for not wearing a mask. Hmm. And this guy verbally assaults him, right? Because this kid's like talking shit. How old's the kid? He's like twenty. He's like riding around in this golf cart, in this cart, you know, like the the grocery handicap carts. carts. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, first of all, you're not fixing to fucking ride up to me in, in a handicap cart as a twenty year old man and talk shit about if I'm not wearing a mask or not, which you I do wear. A mask. Out of it, I do wear a mask. Yeah. But this guy got mad because right. the kid was like, nice mask. I, I love your him. mask. Yeah. I love your mask. And the guy was like, fuck off. And then the, he's kept pursuing this guy. Yeah. And the guy was probably like 50. Yeah. But he was a big dude. Tall, big dude. Looked like he was in okay, like a fucking construction worker or something. Yeah. Burly. And this kid keeps really going and going. And I was like, listen, guys, you might think you're tough. Until somebody fucking slaps the fuck out of you, or worse, pulls a gun on you, or there's no reason for that. Over a mask. Over your stupid TikTok views or whatever. Quit adding to the divide. Oh, that's good. Yeah, quit adding to the division. That does not do anything for anybody, buddy. Your little 1.3 million view fucking uh, liked video. Nobody gives a fuck. If you got slapped out of that cart and beat the fuck down, people are going to cry about it. Is that what you want to be famous for? What? Get the shit beat out of you Dude, over a mask. And like I looked at the comments and it was like, oh, you're so brave. You're so brave. It's like, get the fuck out of here. You're a bitch. There's if, a proper way. If that was me, you would have got kicked out the fucking cart. Yeah. Which I will admit, I do wear a mask. I so. do. But there's a proper way. Yeah, you don't tell people what to do, buddy. Yeah. You're not a fucking... You're nothing. You're a kid. But anyway, that's just a little tangent that kind of pissed me off earlier. Um, One more thing we forgot to mention. Today was the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death. Was it? Yep. And hmm. G- Gianna and the other ones right. on the yeah. aircraft. Mamba mentality is important, man. I mean, Kobe is a prime example of not being a perfect person, but striving to be the best you can be like, to, like that guy put everything into it. So yeah. Mamba mentality forever. He had a work ethic. Eight twenty-four. Oh dude. Like in, unlike anyone else. Yeah. Also forgot to mention Tom Brady is an absolute freak. Yeah. And, uh, I hate he's going to be in a super bowl, but I got to respect the guy. I think I'm a cheer for him. Yeah. I'm pulling for the Bucks. I don't want Mahomes. No, coming out now before it starts. Punk bitch-ass Mahomes. Yeah. Nope. And they got – I like Andy Reid. He got his last year. Yeah, That's he got I, his. Yeah, so I – out of just respect. Tommy. If he can go to the fucking Bucks. Yeah. And win a Super Bowl. That's a big time. At that point, I'll quit talking shit. Yeah. I'll, 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 he'll just have my respect. Yeah. And Anyways. I'll, that's what I like to see happen. Yeah. Well, fuck those the Chiefs. Are, well, yeah, fuck the Chiefs. I don't like Patrick Mahomes. He's a bitch. Uh, if you need 
to talk to someone like Randy said. He is Crohn's Kid 92 on Instagram. And I am Garth Smoke Break Podcast on Instagram. You can reach me there. Um, my email link is also in my Instagram. So and if you want to call uh, into the Zoom line, we can set up a Zoom thing and you could call in it if you want to talk about it, tell your story. We can set up segments for that. So um, appreciate y'all. Love all of y'all listen to, listening to us. Appreciate the support. It's been awesome. Teespring should be up by the end of the week. You can order your t-shirt. And... Later, skaters. Yeah. Do not forget to come correct every fucking day. Come, come. come Smoke come. Break Podcast.